Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's the Wild Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Derek Character, Fontino Cummings, Sedale Threes, Rodney White, Devin George. Eduardo Nara, Bobby Debach, Andrew Gudelock, Andres Beatrice, Joey Devine, Rony Turioff, Kalena Azabuki, Walt Hazard, also known as Bobby Abdul Rahman, Sean King, Jumaine Jones, musical guest Echo and the Bunnymen, and now the host of Brown Ball Dave Schilling. Welcome back. Fans and friends alike to the Round Ball Rock Podcast. I'm Dave Schilling. And I hey, that's Joey Devine, and Sean Keen is also here. Hey guys. Hello, hello, hello. Um, we are doing our uh, everybody here's favorite division in basketball, the Pacific Division today. Preseason wow. basketball has started. Yes. So we're we're in we're in it right now. Um but Downside of preseason basketball means preseason basketball injuries. Oh, no. Oh, no. Joey, can you give us a, a list of all of the walking? I mean, the I'm walking, only cover two. <laughs> walking wounded. Uh, I'm going to cover the two big ones. Uh, Anthony Davis is out for six weeks. 
of the brow uh, with an ankle injury. Um, so have fun, Pelicans fans. We were talking before we started recording, and I said this is this makes New Orleans potentially one of the worst teams in the league. And you said, well, it's only six weeks. It and is only six weeks. You might be right because it is the six least important weeks in the basketball and I mean, calendar. Part of that six weeks is four weeks of preseason, right? So. Oh, that's He's really oh, that's not so miss bad. like two weeks, I think. Good thing but an ankle injury is not something that tends to linger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I kind of feel like the preseason is too long. I mean, I can't really pay attention until baseball season's over. I'm knee deep in playoff baseball right now. I kind of think the baseball playoffs are a little bit overrated, to be honest. I, oh, I wonder why you're saying that. One mm-hmm. time, Sean and I went to an Oakland A's playoff game, and. This is the maddest Sean has ever been at me. We, we are were, watching. We are watching the Oakland A's fighting for their playoff lives against the Detroit Tigers. And I was checking the score of a Golden State Warriors <laughs> preseason basketball game on giving my phone. me giving me updates. I'm glad we did not go to the Warriors Lakers game in Vegas because I would be doing that for the Dodger mm-hmm. playoff game. Well, that's fair. I think so. Yeah, well, like, like checking a playoff game score at a preseason basketball that seems. Logical. Well, Joey uh-huh. Joey has a serious mental problem that is preventing him from seeing that, which is fine. It was before the Warriors were even that good. That which makes it was, worse. Yeah. 2012. <laughs> good God, man. I mean, they did make the playoffs yeah, that year. That's but... the uh, that's the Sterling Sterling playoffs, right? No, that is the Nuggets. Oh, that's play- the Nuggets. That's yeah, the yeah, David yeah. Lee. Willis Reed. Oh, David. I was at that. I was at that game where David Lee pulled a Willis Reed against the Nuggets. A guy at the urinal went, (gasps) David Lee's playing. (laughs) (laughs) He was your talisman, man. He was a special, special guy. Maybe the reason why you guys lost last year is because you didn't have David Lee. No, they actually could have used David Lee. I 100% instead of Verjao. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) David Lee is like, I mean, he, he has. The same attributes as Virgil, but he can control his body, and he doesn't have an inner ear disorder that makes him <laughs> crash into people all the time. 100% agree. Who else is hurt? Uh, Gordon Hayward. Oh, oh no. Big, the great white hope. Yeah. Gordon Hayward is out. Uh, the governor of Utah, Gordon Hayward. <laughs> Gordon Hayward has a broken finger and is out for uh, five weeks. Again, not that important, probably. Utah. Mid-November, they're saying. Yes, so, the first two weeks of the season. Luckily, they have a seven-time All-Star to step into oh, his yeah. starting oh. spot. Watch Joe Johnson cook. Oh, it's bueno. <laughs> Can't wait. Well, Joe Johnson, welcome to Utah. But again, guys, we got to move on to Joel Embiid. Oh, the, the, We're going to do this every week. I really We're going to yeah. check in with Joel Embiid We need an Embiided reporter to be traveling <laughs> with the team. There's nothing that he does that's not completely delightful. He gave himself a nickname. Yep. Uh, he's officially The Process. <laughs> that is his nickname. <laughs> he's that's embraced incredible. this in a way that is uh, just, it makes no sense. I, it, it, it goes beyond just like kind of reclaiming a slur. Right. And yeah. has now made him a joke. Well, I mean, The Process is something that people definitely do not like. No, yes, but that's why that's why I'm so disturbed by him choosing this as his nickname. I love it. Of course you do. I love it so much. Uh, I trust the process. <laughs> we all do here. <laughs> but the process has uh, 
rendered the Philadelphia 76ers completely impotent. So it just uh, him reclaiming this word, I guess. All right, it's sort of like you know black people saying the n word and rap. That songs. is very. That it's is exactly, exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> completely the same. And that's why I the think white people. Yeah, I mean, I I think white people should actually be able to reclaim the word hinky as well, <laughs> <laughs> or that should be the new slur. Yes. White guy who's out of touch, doesn't know what he's doing, tells you, "Oh, trust me, I know what I'm doing." <laughs> I imagine I'm just going to trade all these black people. <laughs> uh, Stupid ass hinky. <laughs> but not only is Joel Embiid trolling himself, he's trolling other Chandler players. Parsons. Oh, Ooh, uh, baby. On, that hinky. On, <laughs> on Chandler Parsons, they had a preseason game against the Grizzlies coming up. And Joel Embiid commented on one of Chandler Parsons' Instagram posts, going to cook your ass tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, what was what was Joel's line for that game? Uh, I didn't look it I'm up. I'm looking it up right now. Don't worry. I thought you would uh, come but prepared. But here's the thing. Chandler Parsons isn't pl- wasn't playing in that game. <laughs> That's the best part. Chandler Parsons has yet to uh, step onto a basketball court this preseason because he's injured because he's Chandler Parsons. If he did, he'd definitely be guarding Joel Embiid, though. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Put him against this giant seven-foot monster. Okay, so Joel's line, 13 points. Uh, he had uh, five rebounds, seven for eight from the line. Mm-hmm. Three for seven from the field goal. Hey, it's preseason, man. It's efficient. Yeah, he's he's. I love thir- him. Thirteen Is minutes thir- of basketball. Thirteen, thirteen points in thirteen minutes on seven shots. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. He's I wish it. I he's knew how to calculate shooting possessions. <laughs> <laughs> Baby's and then I feel smart. Big boy's filling it up, man. Ugh. He had a double double last night against the Wizards. He, looks- he also had three double doubles after the game. <laughs> How many Shirley Temples? You know, I think he's off the Temples. He yeah. switched to the Roy Rogers. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. He needs that caffeine. Yeah, you know that he's playing. Um, I, I just, I'm so glad he's playing basketball. There was a moment where I thought he'll never see it. Me coach too. Work. By the way, my fantasy basketball team is called Trust the Process, and our logo is uh, a photo of five year old Shirley Temple. <laughs> That is, that's one of those deep cuts. Deep cuts. Uh, the other big preseason news is uh, the Warriors, while we were gone, the Warriors beat the Clippers by 50 points. Uh, so I have to ask you then, are the Warriors that good or are the Clippers that bad? The Warriors are that good. It was insane. What was so wonderful about this game? Because uh, both of us were doing other things because it's preseason. Uh-huh. And we have lives. You guys are missing out give on me, preseason basketball. Look, I've been waiting my entire life to see JaVale McGee play in a Golden State Warriors <laughs> uniform. And there's a chance he's not making the team. So I'm watching every single game I can because I want to see McGee in that Warriors uniform. How, why would he not make the team? I feel like he could be a really valuable. Because they have a billion centers. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> They have 14 guaranteed contracts right now? Yeah. They have one spot. Man, that's got to be the most valuable spot in the entire NBA right now. It's like, oh, you're just going to guarantee yourself a championship ring. Take the league minimum. Do whatever you have to I do. I mean, LeBron James would have a uh, something to say about that. Oh, yeah. Good luck, LeBron. I'm sorry. I mean, we're, we're, we're uh, getting ahead of ourselves. I don't want to talk about 
my thoughts about the Warriors yet. Mm-hmm. Needless to say, let's, let's move on to one other piece of news. Though. Okay. Uh, Pat Riley is the biggest dick in the world. <laughs> oh, yeah. We also have to talk about yeah. <laughs> the other most popular the, player on Round the, Ball Rock. The, the saga of Chris Bosh. It only gets uh, worse. got folks. even sadder uh, this week. Yeah. Um, when is the earliest that they're going to waive him? They said not until March 1st, so he's not eligible for the playoffs for any other team. The why way would, that the way that a monster would do that release. Why would you why would you do that if not to spite him? I can't think of a logical reason. Perhaps one of you can enlighten me as to what the purpose is. There is no is. other reason. God, that's Here's funny. what I th- here's what I think it is. He is so mad at LeBron James. So mad at LeBron James both for leaving Miami and also ruining his chances to cash in on his three-peat trademark. <laughs> He's furious. LeBron left. He he did barely tried to keep LeBron. He forced Dwayne Wade out of town. Now he's gonna release Chris Bosch. Birdman's gone. Um, Mike Miller. Gone. Mike Miller's gone. Mario Chalmers. Chalmers. Chalmers gone. is oh, gone. Oh man, they're all is, gone. The, yeah, the only one is Udonis Haslam. Is the only one that has stayed loyal to Pat <laughs> well, Riley. And, and I think not. I think legally. Udonis Haslam isn't allowed to work anywhere but Miami. That's true. Yeah. As as term as terms of his uh, parole. Yeah, <laughs> he once beat a man to death just using a basketball stanchion. I want at some point for you to develop a unified theory of the three peat trademark because it mm-hmm. keeps coming back. Where you blame some horrible thing uh, Pat Riley did on the fact that he's not making more money off the three peat. I trademark. believe. I believe that. So fervently. <laughs> <laughs> How do we connect that to 9-11? There must be some way. I Maybe mean, next week. Pat Riley did leave New York suspiciously. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just five short years before 9-11. <laughs> On that note, why don't we uh, delve into a word from our sponsor this week. Guys, I don't know if you are aware of this yet. But I happen to be a Laker fan, and I also love food. But in my busy schedule as a writer and basketball pundit, I don't have a lot of free time. It's hard to rely on the free agent farmer's market when you have to overpay for mediocre products, some of which are well past their expiration date. That's why I got Forum Blue Apron, the food delivery service designed by Jimmy Buss. The logo may look purple, but trust me, fellas, it's Forum Blue. Every week, Forum Blue Apron sends you some of the finest, most well-produced ingredients, or at least the offspring of ingredients that were good at one point long in the past. It covers all elements of Tex Winter's famous food triangle. Now, at first, these meals are going to be terrible. Many of the fruits and vegetables are simply not ripe. It's not clear if the dishes will mesh with one another, and your guests will probably reminisce about much better meals they've had in the past. Like, for instance, um, I don't know, Kobe beef? A filet of gasol? Oh, and we promise if these early meals really are bad, they'll refund your purchase to the Phoenix Suns in 2018. But with a little time and a lot of patience, these meals may improve to the point where they can lure more talented chefs to your house. Now, hopefully your sister won't have taken over the kitchen by then. Forum Blue Apron. Because you mortgaged the future on, uns- on some unsatisfying junk for the past two years, and now what choice do you have? The cupboard is bare. 
enter promo code Huertas, and they'll throw in a secret recording of you making the food when you thought no one was watching. Thank you, Forum Blue Apron, for supplying us with uh, money to keep this podcast going. Yeah. What a dream. Those are um, going to be good meals. Anytime yeah. I can get money out of that bus family. <laughs> Those meals are going to be yeah. lukewarm, if you know what oh, I'm saying. <laughs> no. <laughs> a swish. <laughs> I used to get my food at the AC Green Grocer, but I don't think that uh, the chefs had very much experience. <laughs> Guys, that's they that. everything. They're like virgin olive oil, <laughs> extra virgin olive oil. Uh, all right. So, Joey, I yes. believe that today is our last season preview. It is, and it's the Pacific Division. Hooray! Chuck full of exciting teams and the Lakers. I think this division has the three worst teams in the West and the two best teams in the West. So. See, I think the Pelicans are challenging for the worst team in the West. But you have this Anthony Davis fetish that you just won't let go. He's really good. I know, but he's injury prone, as you pointed out. Okay, but so let's start at the bottom. Now we're here. Phoenix. The Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, oh you're so. right. That is the bottom. <laughs> Last year, they went 17-65. and 65. Not great. Uh, they said goodbye this offseason to Brandon Bass, Kobe Bryant. No! Roy Hibbert, Robert Sacra, Meta World Peace, and Robert and Ryan Kelly. It's pronounced Sacre. Whatever. <laughs> and they're, uh, and they're saying hello to Jose Calderon, Lou Aldang, Brandon Ingram, Ijean Leon, Timofey Mozgov, and Ivaka Zubac. Uh, according to NBA.com, their starting five is going to be Russell, Clarkson, Dang, Randall, and Mozgov. That seems like a great starting five. I'm so excited. So my first question uh, is, how are they going to replace one of the greatest Lakers ever, Robert Sacra? It's pronounced Sacre. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, well, okay, let's look at the roster. Can I take this question sure. first? Yeah, do yeah. It. Is that okay? Yeah. Do. Okay. Look, looking at this roster, I can already tell you that Zubats is going to fill Sacre's role as the cheerleader very mm-hmm. well. He's an enthusiastic young man. He doesn't know the English language super well, from what I can mm-hmm. tell. Um, and he's big and white. I mean, Sacre is obviously some sort sure. of Creole or, <laughs> or mulatto. But, I mean, he's he's got no rhythm, clearly. Mm-hmm. And neither does Zubats. Zubats is going to be that into the bencher. He's going to bring a lot of energy. It's going to be fine. I think he and Mozgov, if I worked for Funny or Die and call me, <laughs> I would already be developing some kind of like buddy cop thing for him and Mozgov to be doing together. Like a Slavic lethal weapon? Yeah, like a Slavic lethal weapon. Like, he is crazy. I am too old slower for and old for I am too old for this post defense and they all of their research just takes place at places where they're just eating like borscht and talking to old men it's sort of not that exciting why and is they, everything taking place in a sauna yeah they're just right. constantly schwitzing and then each time they like go and try to get into their police car and they're like oh so cramped <laughs> That's already more entertaining than the upcoming Lakers <laughs> basketball season. You don't think it's going to be entertaining? It's going to be fantastic. It'll be entertaining up to the point when they lose basketball games. Every Laker fan I know is so excited. 
I'm excited to watch them play, but I am not excited to watch them lose. I mean, that's the yeah. thing that Laker mm-hmm. fans hate more than anything besides uh, Robert Parrish is losing. So uh, that's not going to be fun to me. I mean, I think they're going to hate something more this year. Uh, and that is Ejian Leon. Oh, oh boy, he does not look good. Now let um, me say he is in a pitch battle with Meta World Peace for the last roster spot. So Meta might come back. It's isn't it ironic that after all of the goodwill he did for Chinese basketball, now NBA's lax import controls, he may lose his job <laughs> to China. <laughs> And this is why I am voting for Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Gary Johnson, y'all. All right. Um, uh, second question: uh, Is everyone still mad at D'Angelo Russell? Sean, you go first. Cause... See, I was reading. I thought everybody was over it. Like it wasn't really that big a deal. It was Nick Young. Um, he made fun. D'Angelo Russell made light of it in a commercial. Um, he was sucking up to Luke Walton by lying about his video game playing. But on Twitter this past week, there was some very, very confident people talking about how it just it hasn't gone away. People are still very resentful. He still can't get past it. Uh, I I wouldn't think it would be that big. I have a theory about who is still mad at it. Lou Williams. Oh yeah, Lou, Lou Williams is stepping out. super mad still. Yeah. I think because also he's taking his job. <laughs> is well, Nick, Nick Young still on the team? Right. Yes, he has a contract that won't quit, unlike his former fiance. Ooh, oh dear Damn, Lord, Igloo Australia. <laughs> I got you, bish. Um, <laughs> yeah, Nick Young is probably trade bait for some sad team that really just wants to sell a jersey or two. There are people that would buy. Nobody swaggy. buys Nick Young jerseys. There was a there was a year before they drafted um, Randall and Russ and not Russell, Randall and Clarkson. That that was the that was the shirt to get was was Swaggy P. Swaggy P and Kobe were the two jerseys to buy in L.A. I'm sorry. I'm if you saying. had a jersey that said Swaggy P, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's that that doesn't exist. So that doesn't answer our question, though. Is everyone still mad at oh, Daniel? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me you, let me answer. Fan, let me know? answer the question. Um, you know, I I went to two of the uh, the first three summer league games, and there were definitely some heckles, but for the most part, people were on board with how well he was playing, and ultimately, that's what's going to matter in this situation. Is not um, did he screw over Nick Young and ruin his marriage, which he did. <laughs> Granted, he did do that. Uh, but, you know... But, hold on. This, is a, this is a fan base that... This is a fan base that forgave Kobe Bryant for allegedly raping a woman. <laughs> this and is the, not even close to Kobe Bryant raping someone. I don't even think that... It, I mean, this definitely ended his time on the team, but from the Laker fans I know, no one was even particularly mad at Cedric Sabalas for ditching basketball games to go jet skiing mm-hmm. in Arizona. Right. I mean, it did care. get them Robert Ory, but even then it was kind of like, well, that's that's part of the Sabalos package. <laughs> sure, or Carl or Malone loving little Mexican girls. If they had won the title, Carl Malone would have been leading the parade. That he would have had his pick of for any them, Mexican not loving girls. them first. That's true. He was hunting them. <laughs> they would have organized a hunt around the Staples Center in his honor. Yeah, I, I think that it's going to be fine, guys.
guys. He's going to play well this season. It's gonna be fun. He's going to be really good, I think. Yeah. All right. Next question. Who's the most overpaid Laker? Let me Ooh. run you through this. E at $8 million. Mozgov at $16 million. Calderon at $7.7 million. Or Tarek Black at an astounding $6.2 million. I'm going to go with um, with E. E. Because I don't think he's going to actually play any basketball for the Lakers. I don't think he's I think he's going to be like a Boban freak show that they'll bring out in garbage time. It's yeah. like, oh look at uh-huh. this guy. <laughs> this is too much eight million dollars for this dude. It's a joke. Yeah, that's I know you want to say yeah. Tarek Black. I, it's, I think it's Tarek Black. Tarek Black can actually produce I am shocked Tarek Black is still in the league, let alone making six point two million dollars a year. He seems like a guy consistently on 10-day contracts. He can run a pick and roll effectively. Um, he is more athletic than the bigs that they have besides him. I, 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 I don't know why they're paying him so much, but at least he can produce more than Yi. Uh, Calderon is also making too much. I mean, in general, they're just paying too much money for these people. I am going to go. I thought I was going to say Tarek Black, but it – hurts my brain so much that the name Y-I is pronounced E. <laughs> like, that's just been kind of subtly infuriating me that I guess this comment might be a little bit racist. But 8 million. And also, he's he's he seems like he is terrible at he's basketball. Really he's I tried. To, I looked last night to try to find some positive stuff about him. And there was there were people just explaining that some minor league in china he'd been like on the all first team i mean or something this feels like an uh, we want to sell jerseys thing he was pretty good 10 years ago before he blew out his knee for five games basically right he was never good yeah no he was never (laughs) he was never good he was a rotation player right? i don't think he was even a rotation player (laughs) also he but that's about it i think he uh is still like four years older than his official listed age is so, he, wait a minute. This is an important question. This is not on the list. Oh. Mm-hmm. Is he older than Wesley Johnson? Oh, my God. I think he is younger on paper, older in real life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll look it up for you. I have my computer out I, here. I should just know this he's, at the touch. He's listed as 28. We all know that <laughs> Wesley Johnson. Wesley Johnson is... Oh, you just cr- turned twenty nine, right? That's correct. He, July eleventh, nineteen eighty seven. I know his birthday, and so he is on paper younger than Wesley Johnson. Have you seen his face, though? I mean, we can post a picture if, if you don't. We'll know put what a he picture looks of like. his face, but he's like. Granted, he has very beautiful features that are very symmetrical, but he looks like an adult. Like he, a, he, he looks like, like he's like a father of four. Yes. <laughs> Although. There is like a one-child policy that he is probably subject <laughs> to, so he's probably only a father of one. But no, he looks like he looks like he's I don't I don't know like like in the last year of his internship at medical school. Uncom- like he looks un- like he's a serious man who has lived a life. Uncomfortably browsing through the books at Costco. Yeah, yeah this guy is old. <laughs> Let's not fuck around here. It seems like this is this is the the Phoenix Suns did this one year too, where they signed this very exciting Japanese player, and this was in one of the more 
blatant uh, Robert Sarver cheap-ass moves. Uh, he played a lot in the preseason. In lieu of getting an actual third point guard who would let Steve Nash's body not be completely destroyed by the time they got to L.A., they had this joke 5'7 Japanese guy that they signed just to sell jerseys, and they, they dropped him like the moment uh, his contract was about to become yeah. guaranteed, and he just went back to Japan. That's exactly what this is. They're yeah. going to sell a bunch of e-jerseys. And maybe maybe the $8 million is not guaranteed? It has a lot of weird incentives, okay. I think. It's like a very tradable... I think the re- the other thing they have is that uh, you can... There's some weird non-guarantees, so you could theoretically put this in a trade... And another team could just waive him. Right. So they can take on more salary than they put out. So this is basically an empty roster spot. Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> and so it's going to be so <laughs> sad when Meta World Peace gets released. And goes back to e. China. <laughs> what if he just starts dominating E's old team? I mean, that'd be great. What if he falls in love with E's wife? <laughs> That would be sad. I don't know if I could support that. I don't that. think that's – I don't think he's a good partner. No, I don't think so. Uh, last question. Okay. Mm-hmm. It happens every year, you guys. Every year, the Bus family publicly fights in some clearly planted story. So my question, what's the first clearly planted Ramona Shelbourne story from Jeannie Bus going to be? Ooh. Oh, boy. I'm going to say that we're going to find something out about trips to the bunny ranch for the bus boys. Oh, that's an excellent answer. Wow. That maybe they were the ones that got Lamar Odom into <gasps> oh the my God. bunny ranch. Holy yeah. shit. Black yeah. hole of sadness. And ultimately, uh, in conjunction with that, ruined the Houston Rockets season last year, too, mm-hmm. because of uh, James Harden's dalliances. With, with the, the, the ex-wife of a comatose man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny that he's in a coma. It's funny that she was... That's my favorite James Brothers Harden. movie, though. A comatose, comatose man. man. <laughs> comatose man. <laughs> a lot of life lessons in there. Tons of laughs. Um, I think uh, we're going to be about four weeks into the season. Uh, and we're going to hear about how Phil Jackson wants to come back to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, no, that's not what I want. Is he in the last year of his deal with the Knicks? He is. Yeah. (sighs) Or he has an opt-out, at least. I'm sorry, guys. That is my worst-case scenario. (laughs) I know there's a lot of people in Los Angeles who love Phil Jackson, Mm -hmm. but the dude is clearly out of touch. Yeah. No, he's not. He's not. Two words for you. Derek Rose. He drafted Porzingis. He did draft Porzingis, yes. But you also... (laughs) Again, Derek Rose. I brought I'm sorry, this I up with again. Phil Jackson in the past. How good a coach is he when he doesn't have two of the the ten best players in the NBA? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's like a question you could ask of Red Auerbach. You could ask that of Steve Kerr, Greg Popovich. I mean, coach, I definitely think of... that's a very fair criticism of how would Steve Kerr be doing coaching the Orlando Magic? Not so mm-hmm. hot. Like, hey, it'd be a great interview. Well, that's why he's the smartest man in basketball. Is he had the choice between the Knicks and the Warriors, and he chose the Warriors yeah, over yeah. the Knicks. What would his year have been like two years ago if he had been Derek Fisher? He, he would still be in the hospital with that back <laughs> problem. <laughs> All right. 
Sean, what do you think the the bus story is going to be? I think it's going to be like a real just straight up fuck you about Jimmy Bus, like some childhood story, mm-hmm. him exposing himself to a Laker girl, something very irrelevant, yeah, yeah. but something that's almost like a Trump allegation. Like this is what we had to pay this reporter from Inside Stuff. Not to go public with this Jimmy Buss thing or like (laughs) Hannah Storm is involved. It's horrible. You know, Hannah Storm and and Corey Feldman. And she deserves better because this is the last year of Jim Buss's deadline. He's supposed to make the playoffs or uh, resign. Well, he's and they're not making the playoffs. He's already trying to fudge this. He's been (laughs) in the media saying, well, I mean, we've made progress. There's that word again. Progress. It doesn't Mm. matter. Trust the progress. Trust the Jim Buss. Progress is not what he said. He said playoffs. That's the word. He did say playoffs. He said Western Conference Finals, not no. just playoffs. Oh yeah, oh, you're right. Well, <laughs> um, all right, so over under 24 and a half. What do you say, Dave? They won 17 games last year. Over. Crazy, <laughs> um, I thought they didn't have their pick this year for sure but it is yeah, top I thought three so protected too. again it is. yeah and therefore i am going under tank again i'm also going under i, I think they'll just uh i think i think moscow and dang are not going to play 82 games. i think they're a 21 win team i think they'll be better which but. is better than 17 21 is a lot better than 17 but yeah I don't think they're a 25 win well, team. Well, 21 is four games better yeah. than 17. it's a yeah. good it's, it's a, a good lot, number man. though i think cuz they they could easily be Six or seven games better. Be really frustrating to watch. What would no? I would say that they could be way better. You know, seven games of improvement is pretty good. Yeah, I'm going. I I, I think it's an easy over. Oh. They're not going to be good, but they're going to be better than than 24 games. I know you're just taking a big old poopy on that. But well, no, no, I just think somebody has to be the West's punching bag based on because. The T-Wolves are significantly better. The Jazz are significantly better. And I don't think any of those teams like the Mavericks got so much worse. I just think the math you're going to have to trade. See, I I really don't have any faith in the Pelicans. I I think they're going to be – Yeah, but the Pelicans were also terrible last year. But they're they're going to – They won 30 games. What do you think they're going to be – I think they're going to be worse. 17 games? I don't know how many 17. But. Mainly, I think there's a lot of guys that Luke, Luke Walton is not joining this team to make them competitive immediately. Right. Yeah. And I think, to his credit, they're going to play Brandon Ingram and Nance and Randall a lot. And I like Brandon Ingram long term, but next year he's going to get He's going to get I'm thrashed. worried about... Well, we can't talk about this. We'll talk about the Lakers later. Yeah. Uh, but I'm worried about the fan base and Brandon Ingram and him getting turned on. Well, I mean. Because I don't know if you saw that tweet uh, before he played his first preseason game, but the Lakers tweeted, where were you at Kobe's first preseason game? Be there tonight for Brandon Ingram's. And that's like well, gave crazy him his, they talk. Gave him, they gave him his locker. They yeah. gave him Kobe's locker. And th- that is one thing that. People harp on quite a bit with Laker fans that I think is is accurate is there's a large swath of Laker fans who are basically basketball illiterate and think that if you are a number one or number two draft pick, you're just going to be incredible right away. And they Mm -hmm. have very little patience. The only player that they know anything about is Kobe Bryant or Shaq. 
or Magic Johnson, and they don't really understand how long it's going to take for him, an undersized player, to be able to play in the NBA. And yeah. he's not even making like his free throws right now. No. Yeah. Like, he's a mess. And Lou Aldang is ahead of him. Right. And he, it's not like he was a dominant college player, even. No. He's just talented. Yes. Yeah. All yeah, right, we got to move on. Though. Yeah, we've move talked on. about the Lakers a lot. What's right. that? Uh, the Phoenix Suns were twenty three and fifty nine last year. Uh, they're saying goodbye to Chase Budinger, who I didn't even realize was on the Phoenix Suns last year. John Luer, Ronnie Price, and Mirza Toledovic. A lot of white guys leaving. Coming in, Leandro Barbosa. Hello again, old friend. Oh yeah, beep beep. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon Bender, Marquise Chris. Jared Dudley, hello again, old friend. <laughs> and Tyler Eulis. They also have a new coach. Earl Watson is mm. coming in. So it's elementary, my dear Earl. <laughs> according to <laughs> according to uh Earl Sweatsuit. Uh sorry. <laughs> uh, according to um <laughs> uh according to NBA.com, their starting five is gonna be Bledsoe, Booker. P.J. Tucker again. Hello again, again, old friend. Wow. Jared Dudley and Tyson Chandler. Mm. Um, and my question, is this the worst team in the West? First question. 100%. Because I think so. Yeah, they're bad. I look at the team and I keep thinking, why are they so bad? Because you look on paper and it's all these potential guys and then you realize they just – don't necessarily go together. Like it seems like their defense will be terrible. Yes, they're also really young. But on, the only guy I like is Devin Booker. Right. Um, well, then you have you're Tyson not a, Chandler you're not a who's bringing. I don't like Alex Len. I like T.J. Warren. If you're playing in 1975, wow, um, Jesus, because he's does like, a lot of cocaine. He, no, he's like, <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? But his dude? game is like it, re- it resembles Bernard King's, Ugh, which huh. doesn't make sense. Don't get me started and, on them Nick fans. Uh, and you don't like you don't like Chris or Bender. Chris, to me, I look at him and I'm like, oh yeah, I've seen Anthony Randolph play basketball before. <laughs> um, and Bender, I like. Sort of. I mean, I don't know. You know, I'm always kind of into the foreign question mark, though. So I don't know if I'm uh, the right guy to judge. That's true. Um, It seems like they've had so many high picks and just not really very much to show for it. Not high enough, though, because there's that like weird, squishy middle. They took Alex Len in the top five. That's bad. (laughs) Yeah, that's bad. And Ben wasn't Bender like Bender was like the fourth pick. But these last couple drafts have been kind of bad. But I, Devin Booker after is the really good. Three. Let's, let's yeah, Devin, make that very Devin clear. Booker is Devin awesome. Booker is awesome. He's but awesome. just with a tremendous amount of first round picks that they had and have somehow turned them into like half a year of Brandon Wright, like just very yeah. strange deals where they just seem like they shuffle the pieces quite a bit. Uh, There's a, just a lack of of planning. In yeah. Phoenix, I mean, the, right. we can talk ad nauseum about that horrible three-point card Knight. system. Yeah, they have Knight, they have Bledsoe, they have PJ Tucker. <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, I Brandon Knight they have for a long time too. Yeah, is Eric Bledsoe just 
totally injured now? Is he on? Is he's he coming not off an another ACL tear, so I don't know. That's well, really a shame. I love that guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, they just they didn't do him right in general. They, they should have let him go to the T Wolves. Yeah. And they got rid of Jeff Hornacek basically because the team had so many injuries. And Markeith Morris. They had Markeith Morris just well, he uh, poisoning the <laughs> he, locker room. He was furious <laughs> that he couldn't play with his brother anymore. What a coward. And they did get a first-round pick for him, which mm-hmm. they turned into Chris. Yeah. So, yay. People really like Tyler Eulis, who, you know, he's isn't he like 5'9"? <laughs> This team Maybe. sucks. <laughs> Let's just get through um, these all right, questions. So here's my question. Uh, how good is Devin Booker, and how is it possible he's still 19 years old? That's weird. Did he take a lot his, of AP tests? His birthday like, is October 30th. He'll turn 20. Oh, my God. So, so he's here's my basically question. 20, though. Right? He's... He's young Wesley Johnson, right? He's like the ying to Wesley oh, Johnson's yeah. yang. Right? Oh, when we bring, yeah, right, right, right. He's the new standard. So we're, we're standard deviations from Wesley Johnson and from Devin, Devin Booker. Booker. He's, yeah. Because, yeah, there must have been guys in the first round who were like two or three years older than him, yes. right? I mean, so Taylor Eulis is older than him. Yes. So he's like the, <laughs> They're not, best friends, the, by the, way. the not so young buck on this team. Uh, right. Yeah. All right, next question. Well, how good is he? He's good, right? He's really good. Is he going to. Score like is he a most improved player candidate? Can he get that much better? I feel like no. most improved always goes to some like older guy. It's always a second year a, guy or a bounce back year. Like yeah. L- Lamar Odom got most improved one year. I don't know if he'll be that good this year, but he's going to be an all star. Yeah, future all star. Yeah, no, no, Locker. he's going to be very good. book it. I yeah. All right, next next question. Uh, the Suns have five guys from Kentucky. First off, what the fuck? <laughs> this Kentucky is like when Michael great players. Do you remember when Michael Jordan drafted two guys who had played? Sean in May and the, Raymond Felton. Uh, not Sean May and Raymond Felton. <laughs> when he drafted, it was uh, Jared Jeffries and Juan Dixon. Oh yeah, yeah, who yeah, had yeah. played in the NCAA tournament final. That year for Indiana and Maryland, respectively. And people said, wait a second. Did Michael Jordan only watch one college basketball game mm-hmm. all year? And I'm wondering if they're just there's someone there who's like, eh, those John Co- all those Kentucky guys yeah. are good. Every Kentucky guy is good. And so sometimes it's Devin Booker and they're like, <laughs> shit, we're at the end of the lottery. We didn't really scout very much. Uh, Devin, Devin Booker. Booker. And then sometimes it's like, wait, we traded for. Brandon Knight, and we also have Archie Goodwin, and we have <laughs> Eric Bledsoe and Tyler Eulis because he's Devin Booker's best friend, even though he's 5'7". Uh, the other great thing is that they only get – Tyler Eulis is the most experienced Kentucky guy because he played mm-hmm. two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that was going to be my second oh, question, sorry, sorry. actually, is uh, second. Will Tyler Lewis be able to relate to the other four guys? Because he went to college for two years. Right. No, no. He's, he's read at least four books. Yeah. He's, he's had t- a savings account for a little bit. Yeah. And he's bought his own car. He's no gonna, way. They're going to be at a team meeting, and he's like, you know, this happened at uh, my, my spring final. And they're like, we didn't even go to class yeah, come on, that man. second semester. Yeah, what are you talking about? Um, I still got lines on my face from when I was sleeping on my book. (laughs) 
Also, my final question, you guys. Uh, the Suns have a history of having the worst brother of NBA <laughs> brother duos. That's true. Uh, some some Other examples. Brothers. Miles Plumley, not Mason. Taylor Griffin. Wesley Blake's Person. Brother. Zoran Dragic. Uh, Jaron Collins. And Robin Lopez. So my question is, uh, is there some shitty brother they can sign Seth to keep it going? Curry. Seth Curry's on the Mavericks, bro. But they'll Seth get him eventually. Curry. He's coming. Uh, and it's it is it is again the the wrecking yard of point guards. Everybody mm-hmm. ends yeah, up there and get refurbished. See, I th- I thought they were gonna go for Elijah Millsap personally. Oh, oh Paul Millsap's brother. Did they? I mean, this is not. He's not exactly the same thing, but I believe they also had DJ Strawberry for a while. Daryl's son. (laughs) (laughs) What is the over-under on Trace Thompson never coming back to the Dodgers because of his injury and going to play for the Phoenix This is a basketball podcast. Well, there is a... (laughs) No, playing for the Suns, though. Yeah, Yeah, he's going to play for the Suns. But there is another Thompson that plays basketball. There oh, is? Michael yeah. Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you mean no, no, <laughs> no. His brother Michael. There's played. another Michael. He's the, a Santa Cruz Warriors. Yeah, the D Santa League Cruz champ. Warriors at one point had Taylor Griffin, Michael Thompson, and Seth Curry. Wow, that's the Rick Welch Phoenix Suns influence. Yeah, Steve the, Kerr's like, look, we know one thing, it's that genes are important. <laughs> I think I think it's gonna be Marcus Teague. Okay. Yeah, coming I like back it. from Europe. Sure. All right, so over under 26 and a half. What do you think, guys? Under, baby. I'm also taking the under. Uh, that is, I, I think that's a free money this under. So. All right, now, my one of my favorite teams to talk about in the <laughs> Pacific Division. Oh, God, no. The Sacramento Kings. Oh. Last year, they went 34 and 49. Uh, they said goodbye to Quincy Acey, James Anderson, Marco Bellinelli, Karan Butler, Seth Curry, and Rajon Rondo. Say hello to Aaron Aflalo, Matt buddy? Barnes. <laughs> oh, you're back. Ty Lawson. Out of jail. <laughs> uh, Anthony Tolliver, like him. Garrett Temple. And rookies, Scal Labissier. Giorgio Papayanis. Oh, I love Papayanis. And Malachi Richardson. I'm they, all in on Papayanis. They also hired Dave Yeager. So they have a good coach I for the that, first yeah. time since Mike Malone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my first question, they've got a new arena. Damn right. The Golden One Arena, which I guess in name is an upgrade from the Sleep Train Pavilion. Mm-hmm. But here's my question. What is the shittiest arena sponsor in the NBA? So Golden One is a credit union. I I initially thought they were a check cashing place. I have some (laughs) examples. Golden One Credit Union, Chesapeake Energy, Moda Health, Vivint Smart Home Security, Smoothing King, Smoothie King, excuse me, sorry, Giannis Adetokounmpo, (laughs) (laughs) Talking Stick Resort. Sorry, guys. No one beats the king. I, it's the king, baby. Smoothie I, King. I See, I think it's the Talking Stick I Resort. I think it's the Talking Stick. Because I, I thought it was going to be the Smoothie King, and then I looked them up, and they're a wildly successful business. They're constantly winning these, like, smoothie fruit <laughs> awards. Uh, the fa- the company's worth, like, $650 million. Uh the Talking Stick Resort <laughs> seems so low ride. Like, 
Moda Health is also an Oregon only healthcare plan, mm-hmm. but still kind of feels like it's really weird when a building is sponsored by another building. Yeah. That's that's the weirdest <laughs> thing to me too. Is that you're like, yeah, do you want to hang out in Phoenix? Well, we're going to sponsor this one entertainment complex with another entertainment complex. Like, the Phoenix Sun should have to buy the naming rights to something at the Talking Stick Resort. Uh, just like a trade? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, 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 like just to keep them both afloat. Uh, Vivint Smart Home Security is one you guys are sleeping yeah, on. Yeah, it's true. They have, don't they have to <laughs> call it the Vivint Smart Home Security Arena? Or I center, believe so, yeah. The whole name? Uh-huh. That's mm-hmm. atrocious. Yeah. Vivint Smart is just... I mean, that's a merger name, right? It's or is that be. like a weird Mormon no, Viv- first name? Smart Home. Is that a Bible thing? It's a Smart Home. Oh, Smart Home Security. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> you really played yourself there, <laughs> Man, pal. Man, I really did. I right. really a Vivint Dumb on that one. <laughs> <laughs> now a basketball question. Uh, guys, Rudy Gay... Already unhappy. Mm. Darren Carlson suspended for eight games because he beat his wife. Uh, They also added Ty Lawson and Matt Barnes. So my question, is this the year Boogie Cousins leads an Attica-style uprising against Vivek Renadive, the king's owner? I think he needs Vivint smart home security (laughs) (laughs) to prevent these guys (laughs) from destroying his house. Uh, yeah, I mean, this, this is like Jailblazers this level. Is, yeah, it's a rough list of characters. Yeah, this team is going to hurt someone on the court. This team could be extremely bad. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. and it's extremely volatile. Yeah. Yes, it's a, it's and a combustible. You, and the city of Sacramento, as you know, doesn't really have rules. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's, it's like the Old West out there. Whatever you do in, like, yeah. Old Town Sacramento... Days in old town I could definitely see some real petty Sacramento-related crime, like Darren Collison is 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 snatching candy from the bins at the Old West-themed <laughs> place. I could see a lot of like uh, like like reckless trespassing and paintballing in the mm-hmm. site of the old Arco <laughs> Arena. Uh, a lot of great stuff, like like uh, Matt Barnes racing an ATV right along the banks of the Sacramento River and taking out a tent city. Like, all of these things could definitely happen. Really poor tipping at Chili's. Yeah. All right, guys. And I think Gavin Newsom also might have an affair with one of the cheerleaders. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next question, you guys. Speaking of Vivek, the king's owner, here's a quote from him about the Rudy Gay situation. Rudy and his agent wanted me to be there when they expressed that they weren't unhappy, and I didn't really want to be there. It meant flying out here from the San Francisco Bay Area and meeting at Sleep Train Arena. And so then finally they said, hey, just out of respect for him, would you do it? And I said, sure. Question, why is he flying to Sacramento from the San Francisco Bay Area? That's a two and a half hour drive on the 80. <laughs> it's, it's really not fun, especially when you get stuck uh, off getting right off the bridge. Uh, I would fly if I had a private plane. It just seems like getting to the airport is the same kind of nightmare yeah. in San Francisco. Yeah, you're right. But maybe he's but he flying might out of pri- Oakland. Yeah, or he might have a private. Or Moffitt. It would be great if he flew out of Buchanan Field and conquered. <laughs> oh, my God. I can see Vivek being like, there's a real inequality here. I'm flying from Concord to Davis. 
mm-hmm. and I'm riding a bike <laughs> to the Slim Train Arena, and I'm verbally berating a team of high school girls basketball. <laughs> Uh, which, guys, if you haven't read the two-part USA Today uh, Vivek uh, interview, everyone needs to read it. It is incredible. I just can't believe the fall from grace for a guy who saved this team from moving to Las Vegas or Seattle or God knows where. And now he's just clearly the dumbest owner in basketball claims, besides James Dolan. In that interview, he claims he was not the one that wanted to dr- uh, draft Nick Stauskas, but he... He it's on po- camera. He, he claims it's he was a, po- It's in a video. <laughs> <laughs> it's, he, it's a, what? No, no, it's in a video. He claims he was playing for the cameras to make the uh, the staff look like unified. He is a bad liar. Too. Yeah. Uh, it's just. Can you imagine having that guy as your boss? How disheartening is that <sighs> for Boogie Cousins? That that's the guy. The buck stops with him, <laughs> and that your for your 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 only like adult male authority figure is Vlade Divac. <laughs> it's all bad. It's all so bad. Well, Aaron Aflalo's an adult. They brought one adult in, right? And Jaeger. Yeah. They got. I, I think Jaeger's great. We like Jaeger. I can, see, like Jaeger, yeah. I can right? see Jaeger and Boogie getting the Jaegermeister, of course. <laughs> well, speaking of Boogie, final question. He's got two more years left on his deal. Uh, is there any chance he stays? No. Is this the, is this <laughs> no. the year he gets traded? No. And if you were going to trade him, is there any possible fair return for him? Sean, you want to take this one first? I mean, I think you kind of have to trade him, but I don't know if they can politically. It's a new arena. Yeah, this would no be way. the time you would trade him, but you can't. No. And then you're going to trade him with one year left on his deal, and what you're going to end up with is some disappointing – star-ish young guy. And Here's what picks. I'd ask for. I'd ask for Devin Booker and one of those young guys. And send him to Phoenix? Yeah. yeah. Dragon Bender or like or Marquise Chris, whichever one you like more. Oh, boy. Because they drafted. The, the way they drafted this year was drafting for two or three years in the, in the future. Right. Willie Cauley-Stein is also the most adult person on this team, by the way. Yeah. He's the second. It's, it he's true. a second-year player. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, guys, over under, what do you think? 32 and a half. Under. They won 33 last year. Under, baby. Under. I'm also taking the um, under. Under. Uh, all right. Guys, so. moving on. We've got a good team. Oh, thank God. But they're the Los Angeles Clippers. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, last year they went 53 and 29. Uh, their best player punched a training staff uh, member. Um, they said bye bye, bye bye to Cole Aldrich, Jeff Ayers, Jeff Green, Pablo Prigioni, and CJ Wilcox. But they're saying hello, hello, hey. hi, hi, Alan Anderson, hi, Brandon Bass, hi, Raymond Felton, hi, Mari Spates, and hi, superhero Diamond, Diamond Stone. Stone. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, so their bench got a lot better. I'm yeah, gonna say. I kind of I like Alan Anderson. They're clearly, apparently, still going to start Luke and Bahamute at the three, though, uh, which that's not great. Um, but my first question. Uh, what's the greatest gift your father has ever given you because he felt guilty? And how does it compare to the $35 million contract Austin Rivers got? I mean, I got a uh, 
Nintendo Virtual Boy once for twenty dollars, and mm-hmm. that was the, the height of my father's generosity. How yeah. does it compare? It is so much better than anything Austin Rivers will ever get because I had my father's love. Oh, sorry, that's sorry. Yeah. I had the love of my dad. <laughs> Sean. Yeah, my dad was really attentive, and he loved me a lot. Uh, you know, college tuition. <laughs> 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 I had a partial scholarship, but but that was pretty that was pretty great. Dad, I just way to go, Dennis. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think my father will not. Uh, yeah, he he's given me attention, and but I mean, thirty five million is a lot. But yeah, I I just want to remind everyone that I just said that I would rather have a failed video game mm-hmm. system and the love of my father than thirty five million dollars. Does your dad listen? No, he's dead. Oh, no. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. You guys. Ooh. Come on. Wow. Well, my my living father also doesn't listen to the I podcast. would happily have him die again just to know that he loved me at some point no. instead of being Austin Rivers. Yeah. That guy's sad. <laughs> that guy's really sad. <laughs> All right. Well, I... Uh, I think Dave won. Yeah, I think Dave won. And lost? Uh, (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) My next question, uh, is this the second best team in the West? Absolutely not. I still like San Antonio. I think they are going to win more games than San Antonio. Actually, looking at this roster, I think this is a 58-win team. Yeah, this team to me is really good. I think they're the second best team in the West, which is a dangerous situation when they're the los angeles clippers because who knows what's gonna happen but i have a a couple fears um i'm afraid that cp3 is going to start physically regressing a little bit more than he already has Mm -hmm. and i'm just worried about blake griffin and where his head's at is he more interested in you know being in funny or die videos uh than winning championships well that's a real hot take that this is take machine over here Stephen a shilling said does he really care about the game of basketball i mean i i'm only pointing to the fact that he punched a dude last year who works for the team at the restaurant drake film uh took his take care album cover picture it's kind of like (laughs) it, it gives me pause is all i'm saying here's what i say if you want to produce an animated series, you got to be a little more animated on defense. <laughs> oh oh wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to be at the. You want to be a new face at Montreal. Stop punching the trainer in his old face. <laughs> okay. You want to have a development deal with CISO? We better CISO you in the Western Conference Finals. Oh, that was quite a run you went on. I have a prediction. Okay. I think. This, the season's going to get derailed when Blake Griffin gets caught throwing that trainer off of the top of that building. Drake uh, Drake filmed the album cover for Views. The CN Tower? <laughs> the CN Tower. He would literally <laughs> evaporate when he had hit the ground. That's a very tall structure. <laughs> He's just going on a Drake-related murder spree. <laughs> Yo, man, I'm going to strangle this prostitute in the room that they built for the Hotline Bling video. <laughs> no, it's not It's not a prostitute. It's always that trainer. <laughs> it's just a crime spree like against that one guy. He doesn't even work for the Clippers anymore, but Blake will find him. <laughs> in Toronto. Good God. Um, okay, next question. Uh, even though this team is, I think this team is the second best team in the West, uh, it bums me out. 
Does it bum you guys out too? Yeah, this team's depressing. They signed Brandon Bass, <laughs> Raymond Felton. And Spades is a good fit. I love but Spades. But yeah. so sad to not be on the Warriors. Yeah. I, he, they're going to suffer this year. This is going to be a this is going to be a far more dramatic and uh, contentious team. Than it's going to be hilarious when they lose to the Warriors, though. In oh the God. playoffs! It's going to be so. They funny. lost by fifty points. I know. It's going to be so funny. DeAndre Jordan to me is like uh, watching Demarco Murray his last year on the Cowboys. We were like, oh, I admire a lot of things about this guy. He is legitimately great, and he is a workhorse. That his coach is driving into the ground. <laughs> I am also going to miss Stone Cold Steve Aldrich. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a team that's going to be a bummer. Yeah. Uh, all right. Final question. If Cliff Paul and Chris Paul were separated at birth, how do they have the same last name? <laughs> Very good question. There's no way the mother forgot she had twins. So one twin's family was evil enough to separate identical twins and steal a baby. The question is, that was definitely the family that raised Chris, right? <laughs> absolutely. That was absolutely. Cliff correct. had the loving family. Cliff correct? had a loving family. <laughs> but this this is clearly a phenomenon that extends beyond the Paul family because uh, Damien, 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 Damien Lillard has a similar twin. Steph Curry has a similar. Sebastian. Sue Bird has a twin, yeah. guys. John Stockton has a twin. And they all didn't know about each other. Yeah. It's very, I don't like the universe that. It's like it's Black Mirror. Really creepy. It's really disturbing. And they're all <laughs> into insurance. Yeah. <laughs> I would love it if somewhere Seth Curry had a hidden twin who oh. just worked for Progressive. <laughs> he works in Flo's office. It's. Like <laughs> I don't think Flo has a lot of fun at work. No. 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 All right. Over under 65, 66 and a half. Oh, wait. Sorry. That's wrong no. one. Wrong one. <laughs> I almost threw my over mic under. at you. 53 and a half. What do you say? Over. I'm taking the over as well. I'm going spot on 53 wins. Okay. Yeah. That feels So right. that'd be the under. 53 points. Oh, no, I'm going. Okay. So yes. 54. Un- I'll go 50, 53 under. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, they're going to be good. They're they going to be good. <laughs> oh, I don't know. All right. And finally, we, we did it, guys. Oh, boy. The Golden State Warriors. Like, we don't talk about this team enough. I know. I almost, I almost made a joke where I was like, and that's the Pacific Division <laughs> after the Clippers. But uh, that would have been great. We well, luckily, talk there it. wasn't a lot of roster movement that we have to deal with. Yeah. Uh, the Golden State Warriors last year went 73-9. and nine. Did they add anybody? I don't uh, know. I well, no, no they s- we go bye-byes first. Okay. Bye-byes first. <laughs> they said goodbye <laughs> to Leandro Barbosa. Adios. Harrison Barnes. Goodbye. Andrew Bogut. See ya, mate. <laughs> Festus Azili. Oh, it hurts to see you go. Brandon Rush. I rush out the door. And Maurice Spates. I hate to see that weird thing on the back of your head. Go, but I love to watch you go. I, is that what you say? All right. No, that was not. No. And they, they, <laughs> no. they, they said hello. To, I mean, sorry. They said hello, yeah, to Kevin Durant, Patrick McCaw, JaVale McGee, Zaza Pachulia, and David West. Uh, so here's my first question, you guys. This offseason, to replace Luke Walton, they hired Mike Brown, former Lakers head coach, uh, as an assistant, uh, is this team so good they're Mike Brown proof? That's my question. Only one other entity in the NBA has been able to make Mike Brown 
employable, and that's LeBron James. Yes. Yeah. So you're asking me essentially if this greatest starting five of all time, most likely, can save Mike Brown in the same way that one guy did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. This team yeah, yeah. is going to make Mike Brown so much money when he gets hired to be the head coach of the Memphis Grizzlies. I agree. Ooh. Oh, you, oh wow. you're taking that shots is... at Tisdale, huh? I'm just <laughs> saying that some team is going to be like, we have a coaching vacancy, and this guy just won like nine rings in a row. Yeah. Uh, we're going to hire him. I think this is a great spot for Mike Brown. Um, I think it's a fun contrast with him and Ron Adams, too. Uh, I like that Mike Brown sweats so much on the bench <laughs> as an assistant. Yeah, and he was a he was a pop guy, so he's a nice. Yeah. Um, also, also I mean, fundamentally, this is what you need emotionally going back up against LeBron in the finals. You need to have somebody that you're winning it for. But mm-hmm. they got they they had Verajao, and they they couldn't use Verajao to do that same thing. But he was kind of like like. I don't know. It felt like he was leaving, not so much getting yeah, revenge. Like, right. they traded him, and I don't know. He still got a ring, you know what I mean? That's like, he true. got a ring both ways. I yeah. think he turned the ring down. Oh. Yeah. But you know who did take a ring? My boy, Dave D. Blatt. Blatt. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I think I earned it. He's going to put it on top of that pile of weird trophies from other countries. He's got And he's got, a, and like, a, one pair of aviator wings he got as a child. <laughs> he's like, I am a fighter pilot. Let me ask you one uh, additional question. What is a better job, assistant coach uh, for the Golden State Warriors or backup quarterback for the New England Patriots? What is more lucrative? Coach, oh, more lucrative New England Patriots backup, better job assistant coach for the Golden State Warriors. Because you don't have to get hit. You don't yeah. have to do anything. Yeah. yeah. Like, you still have to start four deflate-related late, uh, de- uh, deflate, uh, football games. And Tom uh, Brady yeah. might poison you if you do too well. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which, I mean, RIP Jimmy Garoppolo's labrum. And after after Brady put out that oh. bounty on him. It, okay, so we're <laughs> not going right. to talk about the Patriots. I really could, though. Next question yeah. about the Golden State Warriors. Uh, okay, can bad. Draymond figure out a way to get in another genitalia-related scandal? I mean, he's covered most of the genitals except for the vagina at this point, right? Yeah. I think he could. I think he might do some amazing things with the anus this year. <laughs> like it's gonna be one of those Mark Not Cuban proprietary. Ah, uh, well, you know. Tell that to my mother. <laughs> Sorry. Whoa. Sorry, guys. We're, got all, that's we're a learning a lot about, about the Dave parents. family this, <laughs> this episode. Uh, okay, I can see him. Doing that's some... how his father passed. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I could see him. I could see Draymond doing some butt play. But what exactly would he do? I think it's gonna be like, uh, like, like a, a kick thing, maybe. Uh-huh. Or He's gonna kick some actual ass, like a like the KIK kind of deviant mm. sexy app or um, like a, a, a secret Bumble profile that he has that's mm. like a bunch of real normal pictures and then one just chocolate starfish thing that he accidentally <laughs> uploaded. And it's not even really like hot. It's just like he's, he was like looking to see if something was infected. Okay. And it's it's going to go viral. I, uh, I mean his anus <laughs> will go viral. I have a, I have a really dark theory. Uh-huh. I think we're going to find out he was the guy in the Leslie Jones leaked photos. <gasps> yeah. It's dark, right? I mean... It looked like his dick. 
It reminded me a lot of Draymond Green's penis. I actually penis. didn't look at that leaked photo, but I could see Draymond Green I mean, liking Leslie Jones. Neither did I. I did. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I did. Um, I definitely did. Sorry, but I did. It was thrust upon me. I didn't even know there were Leslie Jones leaked photos until right now. I've been so deep in preseason basketball. You're missing This is all why them. we have this podcast, <laughs> so that you can teach us about basketball, and we can teach you about <laughs> the, the rest the of the world. <laughs> uh, I don't actually think that he's going to be in those pictures, but a boy can dream. Uh, all right, next question. How much are they going to miss Maurice Spates? Not at all. No, not on the basketball court. Oh, okay. Like, emotionally. But don't you think that uh, JaVale McGee will fill that role? I think he like will. like a fun boy. I don't know how good JaVale is in interviews, but yes, he is going to. Like, I think Iguodala already loves him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they don't quite have a guy on the bench with that kind of, like, offensive skill set yeah. anymore. But, you know, the flip side of that is uh, you just stagger your rotation and that guy yeah. is now is Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I, that's better. I honestly don't feel like they're going to have a ton of problems this season. All right. Which leads us to my final question. Uh, is there any way this team doesn't make the NBA finals? Uh, Fuck no. They are going to the finals. No Even winning. with a season ending Draymond Green injury? Because that's the way I could see it. Honestly, I still think they'd win. I still think they'd win without Draymond. Yeah, at this point, there's so much just better offensively. What they missed less than his his defense when he was suspended was his offensive spark. I, I really felt like they needed him on the offensive end and didn't get that that extra guy to stretch the floor. Uh, but I don't think it fucking matters now because Harrison Barnes disappeared in the finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and guess who they're replacing Harrison Barnes with? Kevin Durant. Yeah, who gives a shit? <laughs> they're fine. The All team's right. great. Over under, guys, 66 and a half. What do you think? This is, I know, a Bill Simmons favorite to say the under because they're going to, like, slack off. I'm going to go over. I think this team's dope. I think it's 68 wins. Yeah. Actually, Draymond may really push for 69, though. <laughs> <laughs> With Leslie Jones, guys? Come on. I also, that was a joke. I just think I know a lot of people who are taking the under are like they're going to rest guys, which they are. But I still think you can alternate resting two of the guys and still have Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, or Draymond Green and Steph Curry, or Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson. Like I still don't see. I think they're getting. I think I'm taking this, the this over. Is, this is like it's like trying to solve a Rubik's cube or or. Uh, trying to like, what's that box from the the um, those uh, Hellraiser movies? Like it's all. <laughs> <laughs> this is un- this is an unstoppable machine. Is Draymond Green Pinhead? <laughs> yes, yes, okay. absolutely is. Yeah, and then uh, uh, Clay Thompson is that guy with the mouth with no face. That's like a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, next week Which the Warriors. Will- oh, the Warriors should play the Cenobites next year. <laughs> next week. All right. <laughs> Uh, speaking of, before we get to who they're playing this week, which I think is going to be a real fun matchup, are we all in agreement that they're going to win the title? Yeah, I think so. I think they're. I think they should be an overwhelming favorite. It would take a really epic LeBron James performance to beat them. I think. And have, has it sunk in? Because when we first started this podcast, 
one of the things was your existential crises over the fact that they're arguably the greatest team of all time and you have worshipped this team through them being terrible. Mm-hmm. Has it sunk in yet? After no. 11 episodes? No. 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 I'm still the like my brain is still so wired to the Jason Richardson Warriors <laughs> that the guy I'm most interested in right now is Patrick McCaw. Yeah, it's like McCaw and, <laughs> and McGee. Looney. I'm, I'm like, oh, I love oh, is I, Looney. Is back? Looney going to play tonight? Do you guys want to go see some Santa Cruz Warriors games this season? Always. Just, just to remember what, <laughs> what the glory days were like. And just see if there's another Thompson sibling lurking. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, all right, so then let's have the Warriors play their matchup this week. And we got a good one. And it comes from a reader. A reader. Uh, a listener. Great. A reader. Um, his name. I want to tell you guys what his name is because he was nice enough to supply us with a suggestion. And you are all welcome to do so uh, at Round Rock Pod on Twitter. Our boy's name is, and I assume he's a boy, <laughs> but I don't know how you identify, sir. So, sir or madam. <laughs> Sorry. I'm really ruining your life. Uh, genial black man. So yes, a man. That's his mm-hmm. name on Twitter. At Trey Cool X. So much props to at Trey Cool X. He suggested that the 2016-2017 Warriors play the Trump family. Oh, oh shit! Wow. wow. Just the siblings or, or whole, everybody? Is Trump playing? All right. Trump has got to play. Is Marla Maples playing? No, no, no extended family. <laughs> Only the Melania okay. Trump, and then all of the kids. All the Baron kids Barons. Yeah. Playing point guard, Baron. Yes. You got Baron, Eric, <laughs> Donald Jr., Ivanka, Tiffany. Okay, I think you get Melania, and DT. I think you get Marla. You okay, you gonna give Ivanka, Marla, Marla, Marla and Ivana. Yeah, and Ivana. Okay, what about that Trump dad that uh, bought the three million dollars in poker chips and then never turned him in? I think he's dead. Fred okay. Trump. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's dead. Or whatever, whatever his name is. Yeah, he's deceased. He's very, very deceased. Um. This is a team that might surprise him. Eric's people. playing center, right? Yeah, he's the tallest boy. Yeah. But th- <laughs> think about this. Like, if you underestimate them, they will surprise you. And we're underestimating them right now. I well, think. it's pussy grabbing versus ball kicking. That's true. Oh, that's, that, they're going to find <laughs> some common ground there. <laughs> uh, but that's not really going to come in handy for Trump because there's no women who play for the Warriors. Whereas the warrior, the I Trump think you thing. mean come in handsy, right? Oh, boom! Well, it that was like terrible. The I'm Warriors sorry. and the Trumps don't win. Joey wins. Yeah, Joey's um, the winner. So here's the here's the thing: uh, the Trump family is gonna try to go down low, and when they go low, <laughs> the Warriors go to the high post. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they go down low. We go to the high post. But don't you think maybe there'll be some sort of October surprise in the fourth quarter? Well, I I definitely think that any personal correspondence from Draymond Green could be very embarrassing. So they do – that's the thing. They have a a team of KGB cyber hackers. (laughs) Are they playing basketball? What are they doing? (laughs) Well, we haven't decided. Is it an election? Is it a West Wing style? Yeah. What's going on here? I kind of feel like we should play on Trump home home turf here, and uh, it so should be what they're building, they're building they're <laughs> building buildings. No, 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 no. 
building a wall. Donald Trump has two bankrupt. De- multi- they're going bankrupt. Donald Trump has multiple debates under his under his belt now. Uh-huh. So let's have them debate. Oh, does that mean Pence is also involved? Is Pence a no. No. Six family, family, family only. only? Pence, Pence, he doesn't like that guy. No, those two hate each other. <laughs> okay, so we're we're like a one on one debate thing. Okay, so let's see. So I so think Trump versus Draymond, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is a natural matchup. Now, Draymond was a theater major. Yeah, at Michigan oh. State. He is comfortable on camera. He played wow. Othello, and he's at great Michigan in those commercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he'll talk trash. But don't you think Donald could get under his skin a little bit? I think Draymond could. Get I think under it actually Donald's works skin. the other way. I actually think it starts as a debate and then ends in a physical fight. It's like a weigh-in at a boxing match. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think that's what happens there. Um, well, we I, know who wins the fight. Yeah, <laughs> I think if I think your number twos are you have Ivanka and Steph Curry who have a super pleasant exchange. I think of, about policy that's yeah. really thoughtful, and they're like, "Wow, we really have a lot of common ground on family leave." Yeah, they'd also and, probably agree on on the fact that their fathers, you know, were very wealthy and potentially maybe cheated on their moms. I mean, that's. I don't know about Wardell Sr. You don't think Dell ever stepped out? NBA superstar Dell Curry never was. I don't, I don't, we don't know a lot about that marriage, but remember in the finals, she was sitting on that random guy's lap. Oh, I will never forget that. (laughs) I was like, ma'am. Ultimately turned the tide in the series. I think you're right. Steph saw the footage. He's like, the only way I can avenge my father is to take Kevin Love one-on-one, no matter who else I should pass (laughs) to instead. So who who wins Ivanka versus Curry in a debate, though? Oh, I think Ivanka wins. That's the boring... Yeah, I think Ivanka does, too. I think Steph Curry's so concerned with his image that he wouldn't be able to open up. I don't think he takes any stances on it. Yeah, no way. All right. So then next... Take KD against Donald Jr. Ooh, that's a matchup. Who's got a bigger KD's, chip on their shoulder? I think KD has more of a chip on his I shoulder. I think KD takes Donald Jr. Yeah. So that leaves and us. KD, I, KD will throw a lot of shade. Yes, yeah. The way his Twitter used to be. Oh, my God. Also, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. KD wins for sure. Yeah, he's an underrated trash talker. All right. Next, we have uh, Eric versus Andre, I think. Oof. Andre's a man of God, first of all. No, but Andre also believes in things like uh, that they killed Prince. That's what he heard. He's, <laughs> they killed he's, yeah, Prince. He, they killed Prince too, I believe, was his quote. <laughs> so th- this is going to be like Prince. a conspiracy theory off. So yeah, Eric's yeah. like, Hillary murdered these people, and Andre's like, yes, and one of them was Prince. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think on, I think Andre's so much smarter than Eric Trump, though. That God, yes. Uh, oh, I mean, he's yeah. really just like light years ahead. And of, now, of, uh, all of them. My favorite debate of them all. Oh yeah, Clay versus Baron. <laughs> oh, I think he goes against <laughs> Tiffany. Oh, you think Clay to- goes? No, oh, yeah. Donald doesn't invite Tiffany. To Tiffany's the not invited. I think it's. I think Tiffany is like. It's you go like David West versus Tiffany oh. or Zaza, Zaza versus mm. Tiffany. No, Zaza versus Melania. No, JaVale versus <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> well, basically, Melania and Zaza just devolves into them trying to prove their residency. And it's a bunch of like green yeah. cards and stuff. But I think Clay versus Baron 
is your real. I think that's the decider. I think that's. <laughs> hmm. I don't know that much about Baron. Well, he's a ten-year-old child. Okay, and basically, so is Clay. Thompson. Oh yeah, that, that's perfect. <laughs> so they just end up playing PlayStation, I, yeah, I think, and not debating I think at it all. It ends with them playing Call of Duty against each other. And so it comes down to who wins the Call of Duty mission. Or no, you know what? It comes down to whose Pokemon Go team. Whose Pokemon are better oh, you in guys Pokemon Go? No, Clay is Team Valor. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Clay Thompson being a ten year old. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I don't care what they're playing. They could be playing jacks, and he's gonna win. And so eventually, the the post debate reaction goes to Trump tweeting versus Draymond's mom, Mary Babers mm-hmm. Green. Don't fuck with his mom, dude. Yeah, yeah. she and was complaining so much about Zaza Pachulia <laughs> during one of those playoffs. Already games. going in on yeah. Him. <laughs> So uh, ultimately, who do we think? Who do we think comes ahead? The oh, well, there's Warriors. one more round. Oh, yeah. oh, there's the spin room reaction. <gasps> so mm. obviously, Donald Trump is going to be sending Katrina Pearson, maybe Kellyanne Cora, Conway. Kellyanne Conway, maybe uh, Corey Lewandowski comes out of retirement. Mm-hmm. So who do the Warriors throw at these? Well, Joe Lacob. Yes, absolutely. Uh, crazy, crazy Joe Lacob. Uh, <laughs> Peter Goober, Steve Kerr, uh-huh. Jim uh, Barnett, Jim Barnett for sure. <laughs> Um, and I think Jerry West. Yeah. Oh, man. the logo. <laughs> oh, Jerry West. Jerry is... West in the spin zone. <laughs> I don't think he would. He would last a second. He's a very soft-spoken man. Uh, he loves to complain, though. That's true. So, what you think he's just gonna bitch and moan about how shitty? Yeah, Donald he's gonna be mad about the Trumps. Okay. And He'll he's gonna help him in cold country. Where yes. the Trumps do well, but the Warriors are vulnerable. This and is good Steve point. Kerr is like better than any of those Trump people by yeah. himself. I also, also th- he's really white. Yeah, and yes. that that goes a long <laughs> way with that. That white power demographic is going to be like, well, I mean, I like the hate speech from the Trump family, but Steve Kerr is the pure Aryan ideal, <laughs> and I have to respect that. Yeah, I think th- I think I'm thinking the Warriors take we're the looking, Trumps. We're looking at historic negatives for both of these candidates. That is true. Uh, mm-hmm. Neither of these sides are particularly popular. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Gary Johnson. Gary <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> Another vote for old Gary. <laughs> yeah, I do think I Here do come think. that boy. <laughs> the Gary Johnson Russell Westbrook ticket. <laughs> <laughs> the swoops in at the last minute. Okay, so we have one vote for the Warriors, uh-huh. one vote for Gary Johnson. I mean, I would vote for America. All right, well, that means uh, the Warriors win by default because they uh, Tie goes are to the, the Warriors, only actual candidate involved <laughs> in this. So congratulations, another win for the Golden State Warriors. Boys, this was great. We, we have finally wrapped up. Our season previews. Much like Balboa, we have finally reached the Pacific. Mm-hmm. Rocky Balboa? Uh, I mean, Explorer. he did that in Rocky Three. Oh, yeah, that's right. Remember <laughs> Thunderlips? <laughs> Remember Thunderlips? <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, Sean, anything to promote before we go? Uh, I'll be the, the business every Monday. I'll be at Blame Social Media at the Improv Lab on Wednesday, Tight. October 18th. Is that minimum uh, still two drinks? I think I don't know. If I don't think there's a minimum. minimum at the lab. October 19th. 19th. Okay. Yeah. Just an admission church. Greg Edwards. Great show. Joe. Uh, I'm going to plug our podcast real quick. Okay. Actually, uh, we've. 
we've gotten a couple of good ratings, mm-hmm. and I want to thank those people. I'd like to thank, uh, uh, sorry, Slayer6153 and Grant Tesh for giving us five-star real views on uh, iTunes and ask, you know, if you guys like the podcast, go on and do that. Yeah, ratings. It made ratings. us feel good. Yeah, it, it uh, has nothing to do with whether or not we're successful at this, but it is great. It's when nice I'm wondering, to know someone really, is really yeah. good. When I <laughs> feel like I wasted my life, <laughs> it's nice to know that someone cares. Yeah. Um, also, the four star from listening with ears helped. Yeah, too. we did with try ears. and help our sound issues. Yeah. We're working on it. Props to you for having some constructive criticism. Yeah. Uh, as always, you can find us at Round Rock Pod on Twitter. We will be back next week, and I think we're going to start having guests again now that we're yep. free and clear of the albatross of the season preview. All right. Trust Trust the the process. As I sit back, remarkable, I handle the stress. Holidays and focus, hope kept a brother depressed. I prayed for success and better days. Peace to my dog, Corey. Rest in peace. We love you always. Hunger twisted niggas' thoughts like braids. That's why most niggas die thinking that crime pays. This life we live, niggas, serious biz. Girls trap you with kids. Brothers run up in your cribs. How long it took us? Little girls turn to hookers. Made money, now niggas think they can whoop us. Females try to hook us. But still ain't nobody shook us You ever seen the Grim Reaper swoop? I got some loot, but never will I change my roots Females are cute, but all these tricks can get the boot Crumb snatchers, jealousy is the main factor You gotta watch your back if people wanna subtract you Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.